We have on the phone Tim Rosenthal from Bruins Daily. And, uh, Tim, I understand we have some good news on the injury front for Boston. What is it? Uh, yeah, there's a lot to uh, digest here. So, first and foremost, we're going to uh, start with uh, Patrice Bergeron and the Daniel Char. They're back on the ice, both in uh, uh, regular uh, sweaters. They're not wearing no-contact sweaters, so they've been clear for full practice. You've uh, seen Kevin Miller out there as well. He's... Uh, Big clear for full practice. As you might recall, he had a throat injury a few weeks ago. So the fact that he's been uh, at this point practicing with the team, even in a uh, regular contact jersey, it's a pretty remarkable step in and of itself. And then you've got a couple people recovering from concussions. Jake DeBrasket and Euro Barkanen, they are out there, but they're not in uh, regular practice where they're in those maroon, no-contact sweaters. But that's still encouraging sign to see them both out there so it looks like for the first time there's a relatively healthy lineup out there boy we can like that tim that they uh hey we're going to start to get some guys back and and uh i i actually think they've done a remarkable job piecing and cobbling it together with this many people hurt yeah with the makeshift lineups that the cassie has roll out um, each and every night for what they've done it's pretty remarkable, I think. They're still training water a little bit, but you're getting Bergeron and Chara and all, all these injured guys coming back at the right time. Now, some uh, uh, some players are probably going to return sooner than others. There's no timetable left in on any of these guys' uh, returns to line up. But I think uh, in three instances with Chara, Bergeron, and Miller, they will be returning sooner rather than later at if it's not tomorrow against Anaheim, I could see the all three of them uh, returning this weekend uh, when they have their another slate of back-to-back before the Christmas break. So you got a little bit of a cold there. Yeah, I've been recovering from a little bit of a cold myself. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, has, it's been a week ongoing a little bit, but I'm day-to-day like the rest of them. So, you know, there was a lot of chatter. I think you had mentioned – at some point here recently with Miller out and whatever uh, and Chara out, they, they had nine defensemen they were using, and there's a lot of yep. chatter about whether or not Krug would be somebody that they might package and look for another forward. What's the what's the trade situation looking like? Uh, it's going to be all quiet. Um, we're looking at the uh, holiday uh, freeze uh, coming up tonight. That's at 11.59, so... Until that will last, until I want to say the 26th or 27th. So it's going to be a little quiet on that end. Now, the Bruins did have a couple of roster moves uh, yesterday to make room for uh, the injured guys coming back. They put Jemel Smith on waivers. So he was, uh, the Bruins had claimed him off yes. waivers from Dallas a couple weeks ago. Yes, they managed to go 3 and 0 with them, but that era, I think, has come to an end. And then they. And Jeremy Lozon down in Providence. Unfortunately, he was uh, the odd man out there, but he did. I thought he did a pretty good job when he was called upon in the lineup. Him and uh, Karen Clifton, and you don't want to see those two uh, you know, players be wasted here in Boston with healthy scratches. So I think uh, returning them to Providence is a good course to continue their development. Yeah, you know, I know last year. Everybody was all excited because uh, Las Vegas did so well and their coach ended up being coach of the year. And I think you and I thought that probably that's correct. But 
that Cassidy did a tremendous job last year, and it, and it seems to me same thing's happening this year with the crazy lineups he's had to put together, the fact that I can't remember what game it was, not the last one, maybe the one before where they came out flat and he peeled some paint in the locker room, which I think is good for them. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, when they went up to Montreal Monday, uh, was apparently, apparently started a uh, team meeting. They didn't have a practice uh, due to the uh, another set of back-to-backs here. It seems like that's a common thread over the past few weeks, a lot of back-to-backs and three games and four-night stretches here. But uh, I think uh, in that team meeting, in, after that team meeting, the Bruins took it to heart, and they really showed something that on Monday night in Montreal. Now, Montreal didn't probably played their worst game of the season there, so it kind of goes hand-in-hand, I suppose. But the Bruins came out flying, and Montreal, with the exception of a second-period surge there, probably midway through the second period, they had absolutely no chance. I mean, they, had, they were fighting the puck all night. The Bruins were finding each other. They were um, crisp on the attack. They were fighting in the defensive zone, and... I think it was one of those well-rounded victories that probably won their best of the years. Yeah, I thought I, – I didn't get a chance to watch the whole game, but what I said to my wife, though, this was maybe the best skating game the Bruins have had in a long time. Uh, I thought that they, they got to every loose puck. They they were on top of everything, and their passing was just terrific uh, in that second period. So, yeah, I thought – I thought that I agree. I thought that was the best game of the year, honestly, all things considered. Yes, for sure. The one area that they do need to improve on and that didn't look so good against Montreal even was the power play. I think they're like three for 29 in the month of December with the man advantage. I mean, uh, Bergeron returning uh, should help that a little bit. And then you've got some moving parts on the uh, on the point and the bumpers to go along with that with uh, Bergeron, with the trickle-down effect of Bergeron's return. But uh, that's an area where I think the Bruins will be a little better, as will the penalty kill. I mean, you have the best, uh, you have the four-time Selkie winners there, and uh, having Tara back there as well can only help uh, the top penalty kill unit anyway. So I think you're going to see special teams uh, improve, maybe not right away, but I think over time, uh, they'll be an area that the Bruins will use to their advantage. Yeah, I think, again, going back to people complained about, you know, Chara's lost a step, Chara's this. You know what? He's still really good. And I think they miss his size, his experience. Uh, I think he holds the other defensemen together. It allows them to take a, a young guy like McAvoy or somebody like that and put him with him. And you know he's going to stay at home. He's going to do his job and allow McAvoy to be the kind of offensive defenseman he likes to be. Yeah, so even when he's skating with a guy like uh, Brandon Carlo, he's uh, who's a similar type of defenseman as Char, a similar stay-at-home guy. He, uh, I think he tends to uh, lean uh, toward him a little bit to do some uh, heavy lifting. Char does his part, don't get me wrong, but I think he's one of the young guys having uh, – whether it's McAvoy, Carla, or someone else game with Chara, is uh, only benefiting them in the long run. I didn't hear any more. I saw some pictures, and I couldn't tell in the close-up with Bacchus. What's the final decree on what actually got cut and how many stitches and that kind of information? Do you know? 
Luckily, he was wearing the visor. Otherwise, that could have been really ugly. But uh, it was right underneath the visor. Um, I don't know how many stitches. I asked him that last week. He said a few there, a few here. So <laughs> the, one thing, the one thing we do know is he confirmed that his modeling career came to an end. So, Yeah, that'll, that'll probably uh, put the kibosh on that. Well, a lot of those guys, it's probably ended by now. No yeah, question about sure. that. For sure. Although back uh, his several dogs and cats that he has at home, I think uh, they'd be willing to fill in on the modeling gigs now. The, uh, you know, you've been talking about it, and I mentioned it last time, too. I, I think the goaltending continues. It's never perfect in that league, but the goaltending has continued to be very strong. Uh, yes, they had a couple of... Um, rough nights. I think that was mostly on the defense uh, when they against the Penguins and uh, Sabres this past weekend, but Yaroslav Halak, I think, had a pretty good bounce-back performance, even though he didn't get a lot of action. Let's face it, I think that defense uh, really helped out, and I think the attack, as we mentioned, that was certainly one big takeaway against Montreal, and a shout-out against your former team. You'll take it any way you can get it, right? Even if you step on a Pina Colada for a period and a half, two periods before you actually get some serious action there. You know, with all the top picks that Buffalo said, it's nice to see Ico healthy, not necessarily scoring against the Bruins, but healthy and being able to make a difference. Oh, you could tell he's uh, made some progress too from the first three years to now. And he has a fine supporting cast, not just out of uh, draft picks, but uh, the, uh, Jeff Skinner. Uh, they made the trade for him, and I think uh, having him on the top line, a veteran presence who was known to put the puck in the net, has helped him uh, really develop into one of the five stars in the league this season. And he's finally seen the spotlight he deserves. And Buffalo, you know what? Uh, they're going to make a team again. Uh, we saw that. We've seen that in the first three months. I think uh, they're a force to be reckoned with. Maybe not so much this year, but down the road, that this Atlantic division, as tough as it is this year, it's going to be really, really tough going forward. Tim, uh, cover for us again. What's the schedule look like now through the first of the year? Through the first of the year, so we got the uh, three games and four night stretch uh, to uh, close the to close the uh, Christmas break here, and then you got a home game against. Uh, the Devils, I believe, coming back from the Christmas break. The Thursday coming back, I believe. And then got a road game at Buffalo. And then uh, it's off to the Weird Classic on New Year's Day. Great. All right. Well, Tim Rosenthal from Bruins Daily. And make sure you can follow him there on Twitter at underscore Tim Rosenthal. You can also follow uh, Bruins Daily at Bruins Daily. It's featured on Boston.com. Take care of that cold. <laughs> yeah, for I sure. Will. All right, yeah, have a good one, Tim. You guys. Yeah, you too. Take care.